Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the Flex Talk Podcast with Lex and the B-Man, Brian. Brian, how are you doing today? I am feeling great today. Like many of the podcasts that we do, I got my workout in before the podcast started, so I am pumped up physically, emotionally, mentally. I am ready for this podcast today. Let's do this. We took a week off and uh, we gave you a little bit of a break. We gave our voices a break. I know you are very sad Sad that you weren't hearing our podcast last week. And uh, you think this uh, little rest we had was beneficial for our voices, Brian? I think so. Just like anything in life, sometimes you need to take time away. And we are energized. We are ready to go. We are ready to bring it today. So I hope everybody's ready for a great topic. Let's do this. Yes, yes. One thing we're going to talk about today, and I know there's a lot of interest in this topic uh, around the world, around the gym, and just your everyday daily life. We're going to talk about confidence, building self-confidence, having confidence in yourself, in the studio, outside, inside your households, you know, at your job, and how the gym can help you translate that confidence into something more positive for your life. What do you think, Brian? Good topic? I think this is a fantastic topic because... I think a lot of times we look at working out as just something that helps us physically, but there are so many other benefits. And I'm sure that's what we're going to get into today is, man, working out in the gym translates to all areas of life. So I'm looking forward to this one today. Yeah, I have a lot of confident uh, clients who have had self-confidence issues when they started and after they've been going for a couple months into a year, they've built that confidence and now they feel stronger, more able, more energized, more positive. And I think it just all starts from the beginning, right? You're seeing changes in your body. You're starting to get results and everything around you is just building, right? Confidence in yourself, confidence in your strength that you can do certain activities. It's all one big thing that just continues to go up as you continue to put muscle on and see uh, more of a drastic improvement in your body composition. Everything just goes along together. So, Brian, I want to ask you, uh, when you started working out in the gym, you started seeing results, you know, how did that change your level of confidence and, you know, how can your help uh, be of help to somebody else? Yeah, as I've kind of mentioned on one of the prior podcasts early on, I was inspired very early on by a fitness coach and a teacher. His name was Mike Nicka over at Muskego High School, and he was the first guy to really introduce me to working out. I had never done it before, and he was the first guy to really get me on a workout program for strength training, and it was kind of my first, I guess, entry into some sort of personal development and it was really, really cool because I realized, wow, if I have a goal, if I have something that I'm working toward, I can achieve something. I can, I can make something happen. I actually have the ability to change my body and to become stronger, and it's very empowering. So I'm very thankful for those early interactions with uh, Coach Nicka and all the advice that he gave me. So it all started for me in high school, and I just really, I think back to those times, and it just gives me... A lot of joy thinking about it because I know that changed the, the trajectory of my life. Ultimately, I ended up going to school. I ended up getting a fitness degree and certified as a trainer. And I've worked in the fitness industry now for 20 years. And it all resulted from that, from that one coach really having that impact on me. So it's, pre it's pretty special, the, the effect that weight training's had on me. Did you have an expectation going into the weight room? Like, did you know what was going to happen, like, when you started? Did you have friends that were already working out? I mean, what was your expectation when you started this whole fitness journey? Well, I know when I think back to the early days, especially in high school when I started lifting, there was a lot of nervousness. I, I always thought of myself as not somebody who should be lifting weights. I didn't have the greatest confidence back then. 
And I would always see these athletes, all these people that had these big muscles, and they just seemed like, you know, the wrestlers and the football players, like obviously they should be lifting weights. But me, I'm just a random guy. I'm a public speaker in high school. I was in forensics. I wasn't necessarily a weightlifter or a big guy. So my confidence wasn't the greatest. I'll be honest, I was nervous when I started. But as I got into it, I really just found I can do this too. You don't have to be a football player. You don't have to be a big person to do this. Uh, you don't have to have a lot of muscles. You can get started. So that's my earliest recollection I have. That's awesome. And I think once you start seeing those results, right, things about your mindset change and how you approach the gym. And then you start getting excited about going to the gym. And, uh, you know, you start to see muscles as a teenager. These things can have a drastic improvement on your confidence. Absolutely. I look at that, too, just from the early days and I think, too, of all the other areas of my life that it translated to. So just when you start having goals with fitness and exercise, all of a sudden you realize if I put my mind to other things, what else can I accomplish in terms of maybe my education or um, financial life or anything like that? Relationships. When you put your mind to something, you have the ability to, to get better at it, which is pretty exciting. I'm going to ask you, Lex, when you look back, obviously you've been in the industry a long time. When you look back at your start, is your story similar to mine in that I, I know we're very similar where you always say you don't really have a lot of natural muscle. You weren't born a very big person like me. Did you have kind of those same confidence issues when you started lifting or did you just kind of jump into it right away? What was your kind of initial story? Yeah, I mean, from the opposite side of the spectrum, I was a lot thinner. I was a small guy. I think my highest in high school and senior year was about 140, 138. So I was tiny. I mean, I'm only about five, five nine and a half, five ten, and uh, being that small, I didn't have a lot of muscle. I was toned, but you know, everybody's toned at 135 pounds. Uh, but I wanted a little bit more confidence in myself. And I, I, I went to the gym. I followed my dad to the gym and my brothers. Uh, we had a local gym where I grew up in Racine and I kind of went there, started experiment with some, some things. And like you in the weight room, you see a lot of bigger athletes and guys with huge muscles. And for me, I just got curious and I started asking the right questions. So I wanted to have that confidence that it seemed as those guys have. I know those guys don't have it all together, but in the weight room, it seems like they do, right? They have everything going on for them. They have the muscles, they have the looks, they have the confidence in what they're doing. And as a teenager, I didn't really have that confidence. I had to figure out on my own. I didn't have the, the super athletic ability when it came to all the sports like my older brothers had. So I had to find that confidence somewhere else. And for me, it was the weight room. And I'm just so glad I started in there and I started asking those questions and I wasn't too hesitant to because it helped build that confidence to get me to where I'm at today. You know, just like you, like you were saying, I think it, it opened the doors to a lot of different opportunities. And I'm just glad I started learning and asking those questions and seeing the muscles and seeing the results. And I think it just uh, it helped launch me into uh, the career I have today. That's awesome. When did you start? Was it similar to me where you started in high school? Did you start in college? When was it then that you were kind of going through that when you made that decision? Hey, I'm going to start lifting. I want to start working out. It was around 16, 17 years old. I can remember going to a local fitness center. I didn't really do a lot in school. didn't know enough uh, to go to the school weight room. So I started uh, accompanying my father and my brothers to the local gym, uh, like I mentioned. And, uh, you know, to me, it was just uh, I think I had a little bit more freedom there to just do what you do without people knowing you from school. And then I just started going there on a regular basis and then just started learning and knowing more and started doing more. And, you know, as a kid, you like that self-confidence because a lot of kids these days, they have those confidence issues where they don't really want to speak up to their parents or their friends. They have those internal confidence issues. And I think 
a lot of that can be addressed by being consistent at something outside of school, uh, like the fitness and, and working out. And as long as you see your child going through something every day, like showing up every day, it just builds these healthy habits. Uh, going to the gym three or four times a week is showing those healthy habits that they can do something and they can do it consistently. And I think that translates into uh, a, a good step for uh, taking the right steps for, for kids these days and getting them out of trouble. Yeah, that is for sure. Just something as simple too as just let's say your goal is to bench more. That's your that's your task. That's your mission. Is you wanna you wanna bench more or squat more. That is just really fun when you think about that. Putting your energy into a goal, making a decision to do something, and then going and doing it and getting better at it. That's fun. And over the course of time, when you start to see your weight going up in terms of you know now I can bench one fifty, now I can bench one seventy five, now I can bench two hundred. There is something really fun from a confidence standpoint of going, look how much I've accomplished over the past year to be able to look back and just think about a lot of people. I mean, Lex, I know you, I know you would agree with this. There's a lot of people that spend their time mostly at home, sitting on the couch, not really going after anything, not going after any fitness goals. And then there are some people that make the decision of, I'm going to get stronger this year. And they do it. They go out there and they actually get stronger. And there's just immense satisfaction in that in people that actually work towards something. And like you said earlier, that snowballs. That is a snowball effect. You start doing it in your fitness life, and then that translates to all other areas of life as well. So I'm with you. I think even when I've done um, interviews in the past from a management standpoint, if I know that somebody's showing up to the gym consistently, they look like they're in good shape, they take care of themselves, that's going to translate into how you are as an employee. I think that if you can be consistent at working out, eating healthy, and being mindful of your appearance, uh, that's going to show me what kind of employee you are. You take care of yourself. Uh, it, consistency is, is, is very prominent in your lifestyle, and uh, it, it shows. And I think that from a manager, that shows that you're going to be at least dedicated to, to a certain craft when you come in to work for me. Yeah, for, for sure. And I mean, not only that with, I look at where I work in a, in a bigger fitness facility, I've seen some amazing transformations over the years of people that have really dedicated themselves and achieved some great results. One of my favorite ones is, you know, I've had multiple instances, especially with women, where they will come in and they've had a breakup or they've had something happen in their life that caused them some trauma. And instead of going down a bad path and maybe turning towards things that could mask their pain that they're going through, which I totally understand, they instead focused that energy to build their confidence into something good and they would join the gym. And it's just amazing to see when they put that focus into something like weight training and, and transforming their body. All of a sudden, it's fun when they start coming up and going, hey, I started dating again, even though I went through a bad breakup. You know, my, my spouse wasn't being faithful to me, but uh, we broke up, but I found somebody better, and I'm in the best place I've ever been in. I got myself in the best shape, uh, the healthiest I've ever been. My energy's the best. I love that. I love when people direct um, that energy that can sometimes be negative from a bad experience and, and turn it into a positive. Have you seen instances like that where people come to you as a trainer and they go through something bad and they go, that's it, I've had enough, I'm, I'm hiring a trainer, I'm working at a gym, I want to do this, I'm, I'm sick of being this way. Have you, do any like circumstances come to mind? Yeah, I mean, somebody always has the reason of why. You know, some, most of the times we have to dig for a reason to get these people fired up, uh, to get them to stay consistent and show up often and, and get them to con constantly improve. 
Uh, and then you have the clients like you mentioned who have a certain personal issue that goes on in their life that have that fire in them that wants that, that they want to get started with and that's going to keep them going. And I think that certainly helps the whole program flow. Uh, you know that they're not going to give up and they're not going to quit. And uh, it certainly helps to have those clients in in, in that mindset, right? Because you know that they're always going to show up. They're always going to give you 100%. And, and sometimes all you need to do is give them a little boost and some claps every now and then to get them to remember their why when they joined. And uh, yes, you, you run to those clients all the time. Uh, it's just from a trainer standpoint, it's always going to help to have that reason, that why to keep you going in. And that just turns right back into the confidence. You're going to build confidence when you have that reason and you know you're never going to up, give up in the gym. Yeah, and I think for everybody listening, an important thing to take away from all of this is you don't have to wait for somebody to break up with you to get that motivation to want to go to the gym. Obviously, that happens. There are moments where uh, you, know, you have a heart attack and all of a sudden you have this epiphany that, that you want to live a longer life and you decide you want to work out. That's great. Maybe somebody breaks up with you. You get that anger. You decide to work out. You don't have to wait for those things to happen. You can make a decision right away. I want more confidence. I want to be happier with the way that I look and the way that I feel. And you can get yourself to the gym right away. Hire, hire yourself a trainer, join a gym, and start building your confidence right away. It'll have a, a big effect on you for sure. And I think from a vanity standpoint, if you're in a relationship and you're working out together and you guys are both working out hard, you're both looking good, you're both feeling good, and that's going to boost your level of confidence in your relationship too. Um, you know, you get to back to the level of attraction when you guys first met and you guys have that confidence in, in each other. Uh, yes, we know that both of your spouses, they think you're beautiful any way you are. But if you're both being healthier for your kids and your family, uh, that brings a good point, right? Most people are saying that they're willing to die for their children, but are they willing to eat healthier for their children? Are they willing to look better for their children? Are they, are they willing to set a good example for how uh, a good, sound, healthy body is supposed to feel and look and be strong? That's the kind of attitude I want you to have for yourself, for your children, for your family, and for your spouse. Uh, be confident, get stronger, look better, feel better, and have more energy. And I think that you can be the, uh, the, uh, the, the person to look to when it comes to health and fitness in your family. Yeah, when I look at a guy like you with your family, just this wonderful family that, that, you've, um, that you have, and they're so supportive of you with your business, I think it's so cool that your kids see you living the dream. You, you are literally not only a, a teacher of fitness and a coach, but you, you practice what you preach. Your kids literally see that all the time. So when we talk about confidence, I mean, Lex's kids literally see him working out all the time. They come to his gym all the time. They're seeing him doing it, and they're seeing what that's done for Lex, the ability to support the family, you know, Lex's confidence being high. And you kind of feel bad for some kids out there that maybe don't see that. They see their parents sitting on the couch. Maybe, you know, their parents are sad or depressed or things. But obviously getting into exercising, getting into workout is going to build that confidence. And it's really fun just to see families where kids are seeing their parents do that. The kids are seeing their parents meal prep, um, eat healthy meals, not go out for fast food all the time, make time for exercise every single week. And I think it's so great that your kids see that. Do they ever like try to mimic you? And I know they're pretty young. Do they ever like try to do push-ups or anything? Do you got them like bench pressing yet, like 500 pounds or anything? Or... I, I think it's cool that they know the lingo already, that, <laughs> that we talk about push-ups and sit-ups. They know exactly what, what dad's doing in the gym. And it's healthy for them to see mom and dad doing the same thing. You know, I want to help my daughter grow into a strong-minded female who knows how to work out and, and knows how to 
talk her talk and be smart and stand up for herself and do all these things that a strong woman should do. And I, I'm proud to, to help raise that. And I'm proud that uh, she sees her mother working out constantly and consistently along with her father. So I think it's just building those strong habits and, and strong foundation at home. And like you said, I appreciate that you can see that uh, having a strong minded family who knows everything about fitness and is constantly working on themselves uh, to better themselves. But uh, from a, feel, a standpoint of feeling strong, Brian, uh, I think it's important to let people know that if you haven't worked out before in the past and if you feel you still have this self-confidence issue, you're not too old to start, right? Like you can start in your 60s. And uh, I know I had that client, Ro, that I mentioned earlier. She's uh, in her 70s, rather. She's started working out again. She used to work out in the past. She took a, a brief hiatus, and then she started again. And to start when you're 70 years old, it's tough, right? You lose your strength. You're losing muscle just at year after year, and, and, and the, the bone density is going down. And these things are always hindering you from starting again. Your joints hurt. Uh, so to see somebody start like that in their 70s, it's going to build a world of confidence in yourself that you can work out, you can be strong, you can be consistent at this stuff. So don't tell yourself that you're too old to start. You can start today. You can start right now while you're listening to this podcast. Why don't you do a jumping jack or two while we're listening to us? Get started. Uh, wouldn't you agree, Brian, that, that is no, there's no age, there's no set limit that you can't start working out again? hundred percent. And if anybody's listening to the podcast for the first time today, if this is your first episode you've ever listened to, go back to episode number one and listen to the row interview from episode number one. It's the one we get the best feedback on. Uh, it's just a wonderful testimony from her. And if you listen to her testimony, you're, you're going to instantly think, wow, you know, what a great example of somebody who at that age is really just going after it, getting after it and is doing just such a great job with her fitness. Very, very cool to see her um, making such great progress with her fitness. And it doesn't matter what age you are. You can start at any age. And I, I dare anybody right now, or I have a challenge for you, go to YouTube whenever you get a chance today. And just I, I would just search for 90-year-old deadlift, 90-year-old squat. Search those. And find examples of people in their 90s that are deadlifting more weight than most people can in their 30s. So if you can find somebody in their 90s that's deadlifting and bench pressing and squatting, you can definitely do it if you're in your 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s. So that's great inspiration right there. I love those people, Lex. The, if you, do you ever go to YouTube and ever look those people up? Like people, 100-year-old lady that's deadlifting. I mean, it's just, I love seeing stuff like that. It's awesome. <laughs> I try to share that much content in my page as much as possible it's because it's inspiring. You it want to see people doing great things like that. And hopefully it gives you enough uh, oomph to get started too. So, but I do have a question. What would you say to somebody who's getting uh, discouraging feedback from people in their household or friends that they go to the gym too much or they – they're just uh, they're gym rats, and all you do is work out. You know, why don't you try doing something else? You know, what would you say to somebody who's getting uh, discouraging feedback like that? How can they combat that, and how can they uh, hopefully get those people on their side to continue to work out? Well, I think there's a couple things. Um, number one, is this jealousy, or does the person actually have a legitimate point? Now, unfortunately, there are there is a such thing as something called a friendly enemy, which would basically be somebody who feels like you're changing, you're making good changes in your life, you're becoming healthier, and it almost makes them feel left out. They feel, wow, I'm, I'm watching my friend, I'm watching my family member better themselves, and I'm not doing it. So as a result of that, I'm going to try to show some anger towards this person. I'm going to try to sabotage this person. 
And a lot of times people do that subconsciously. It's not that they're doing it on purpose. They probably love, they probably love you, but they're just a little bit jealous. So number one, you have to determine, is, is it jealousy? And if that's the case, there's really not much you can do about that. You, you're doing it for good reasons, right? You're working out, you're getting fit because you want to better yourself. So it's unfortunate that there are other people that, don't, that, that aren't supporting you, that are close to you. Nothing you can do about that. Then I would say the other instance would be people that legitimately don't see why you're doing what you're doing. Maybe you have a family member that thinks you're spending too much time working out, but you have to really sell that person on the fact that I'm trying to be the best I can be for you. I'm trying to have the most energy I can have to take care of the family, take care of the kids, uh, have the most strength that I can have. So you have to do a good job of convincing the people around you that it's important and not everybody understands the benefits of exercise. A lot of people think it's just because they want to look good. It's not about that. You want to let people know, hey, I want a healthy heart. I want a healthy resting heart rate. Uh, I want my blood pressure to go down. I want strong bones. So you got to do your part to convince people. What, what would you say um, for people that kind of go through that situation? Well, I, I just want to make sure that people know the reasons why they're working out. Um, like I said, like Brian was saying, is it good? Is it for your health? Is it for vanity? Just know your why and understand why you're doing what you're doing for you. And I think people can see that, that, that strong will, strong passion mindset. And that they'll, they'll stick with you if they're, they're confident in your abilities and they want to be your friend or your, your support, or they'll just, uh, you don't need people like that in your life if they're not willing to support you and your healthy habits. So uh, really determine who you want surrounding you and your goals and who's going to help lift you up when times get uh, difficult and who's not going to be there to support you and to support your in endeavors in your health and fitness world. So uh, really have to take a second to find out who you want in your circle. And uh, I think that just uh, comes down to uh, uh, knowing who's meant for you and who's going to support you and just go from there. So really, really got to dissect your friend zone. You really do. There's an example, Lex. I think you'll like this. This was from uh, from the gym maybe 10 years ago. I was talking to one of our members there, a wonderful lady, and she was at the peak of her weight loss. This lady was just kicking butt. She was in the gym all the time, really getting after it. And she told me that every Thursday night, she would go out for margarita night with the girls. And I think they would always go to, I think it was Gus's Mexican Cantina, which doesn't exist anymore. But yeah. they would go there every Thursday for margaritas and chips. Well, this lady is starting to really make changes in her life. She's trying to better herself. So when she would go out for margaritas, she would have water and she'd get a salad. Well, everybody else that's there is having chips, is having margaritas, they're having tacos. <laughs> yeah. And instead of getting compliments from the other friends, like, good for you, way to go, this is so awesome, most of the friends were like, come on, you're going to have a salad when you come out for margarita night? You can have a margarita with the girls. <laughs> you really, you're going to do this right now? You can't have a taco with your girls? And this lady was really struggling with it because... You know, she, she did want to build her confidence. She's trying to better herself. And it was a little weird having her friends kind of, you know, poo-poo the idea of her trying to better herself. Have you seen any circumstances like that where the, you know, you've had clients or people as they start to better themselves, where they have people around them that start maybe not seeing the same vision? Yeah, I mean, if you're disciplined enough to avoid those comments and kind of deflect those comments the best you can, it's a little bit better for you. But if you have a hard time with it and you can always tend to give in, maybe it's time to, like I said, change your circle of friends or maybe finish your goal 
first before you've built enough confidence and disciplining yourself to then be in those situations. But it, it's tough. It's a tough situation. It's a tough, difficult situation to be in because you want to have a social life, uh, but you also want to get on the right track here. So you really have to find out what's going to work best for you and your lifestyle and uh, go from there. But yeah, I hear it all the time, man. I think that's one benefit too to joining a gym or joining a studio is you are going to meet other people that are like you, other people that are lifting weights, other people that are taking classes and trying to better themselves. That's a great environment. You could argue that maybe like a bar atmosphere or restaurants or something like, maybe that's not the best place to find like-minded people. Not in all cases, but I'm just speaking, you know, in generics. But a gym is a wonderful place. If you're looking for more people that are supportive, like that want to support you and other people that you can support, Gyms are great places to do that. Fitness studios are great places to do that. So I would always recommend that. Even meeting people, right? Even meeting a significant other. If you're single, you rather meet people in the gym than in the bar because then you're going to know that they're just like you. They have like-minded goals. So uh, surround yourself with people that you want to aspire to be around, and uh, that's the gym is a great place to start. Absolutely. And from a confidence standpoint, uh, not only is the gym great just for meeting people, as I've mentioned multiple times on the podcast, I am trying to get noticed by Dua Lipa. <laughs> I have been putting a lot of effort into this to look great. And one of these days, Dua Lipa is going to come to her senses and she is going to probably fly out to Milwaukee and want to meet me. And that'll be great. And I'm sure it'll be fun. You're, you're a project in the making, Brian. That's we're right. we're going to build this statuesque figure of you. And uh, Dua Lipa is going to have no other choice but to say, yes, please take me out to dinner. I am a Dua Lipa super fan for everybody <laughs> listening, just so you all know. He wants Dua Lipa t-shirts and anything merchandise with Dua Lipa. 100%. So, yeah, let's get back to the confidence. Feeling strong. Nothing beats the feeling of strong. And you've heard that before, Brian? 100%. Strength is so important, and I've definitely heard that multiple times, both uh, mentally and physically as well. But definitely from a physical standpoint, there is nothing like being able to move a bunch of weight, man. It is just so exciting. And when you're able to do that, you, it's easier to pick up your kids. It's e easier to carry the groceries. It's, able, it's easier to do so many things when you feel strong. I'm sure you've heard the same thing. Absolutely. And you want to get older knowing that you can get yourself out of bed. You can go to the bathroom by yourself because nobody wants to be in those situations where they feel helpless. And it all starts with having enough muscle in your legs, having enough muscle in your back, your chest, um, you know, your upper body, your lower body, just having enough muscle to be able able to do things on your own. You know, we're all gonna continue to age. Father time is something we can't run away from. So you might as well be prepared for the best you can for the re live the rest of your life, the best of your life. And it's gonna come down to working out efficiently, working out often. We're gonna be doing squats and lunges and presses and pulls for the rest of our life. Might as well get stronger at doing it right now. Yeah, I had a lady the other day, comes into my office at the, at the gym. She comes to renew her membership. And I look up her account, 93 years old, and she's playing tennis. She wow. actually has a tennis racket in her hand. Wow. And I, I just looked at her and I said, you are the just absolute, you are just a great example of somebody at your age that is out there just enjoying life, still physically active, still doing your thing. When we usually think about people in their late 80s and in their early 90s, we generally don't picture people that are still physically active, but here's this wonderful lady still playing tennis and talk about confidence being that age and still like, like you said, Lex, still being able to do so many of the functions and things you need to do in daily life. That's awesome. And, and what an inspiration to other people to be more confident and also 
get in shape and lift weights. I think we all know the one person in our family that you wish would just lose some weight or be a little bit more positive or, uh, and I think it all stems from having that confidence in their self that they're not just giving up on life. And I think if, if one of us could encourage somebody by going to the gym often or posting often on social media, uh, to inspire somebody else who's in that rut of negativity and overweightness and no confidence and no motivation. I think we can be that light for them and we can be the one that inspires them. Hopefully we, we'd like to hope so because if they're our family member, we obviously care about them and we want them to do better for themselves. So, um, have a feeling of inspiration. If you've been there and you've had a lack of self-confidence and you have that confidence now, you know what the other people are going through and hopefully you can inspire them as well. So, uh, if we can affect one person in this community, because that's why I got into this business to uh, change lives and uh, help my community the most I can. So uh, be that person that if you've gotten to that point where you have confidence, be that person to inspire somebody. I love that. Do you think confidence it, when it compounds, do you think it compounds in the sense that when one person becomes confident that that radiates to other people and it just makes the world a better place? Like, I know it sounds kind of corny to say that, but if one person in the community or one person in the gym all of a sudden you know gets in the best shape they've ever been in and their confidence is through the roof that compounds right absolutely i think if you see a, a group of people working out and doing better for themselves in the community you're going to wonder what they're doing to everybody's smiling everybody's happy everybody's leaving the facility excited and i think they want a piece of that too and i think like you said it just compounds and the community gets better and more positive and more encouraged and i think everybody uh, is just living a better life that's the message, everybody. For everybody listening today, let's go change the world. Go change the world. Go become more confident yourself, and you're going to have a bigger effect on all the people around you as well. It's really, really powerful. It's not just about you. It's really about everybody, and that's pretty cool. Reading Rainbow, the more you know. <laughs> that's Brian, right. you sound like a, <laughs> an infomercial. Can we edit in the uh, Reading Rainbow <laughs> music? I think the listeners would appreciate that. That'd be great. Yes, yes. So if you're listening in, I want to know um, if you've had a struggle with self-confidence and how the gym has affected you and, uh, you know, how working out, losing weight, building some muscle has affected your life. And I want to know your story. And uh, I, I want you to inspire somebody or if you're in a group, uh, post in the group how it's affected you and uh, any page that you can inspire somebody. Let us know your story and uh, uh, we'll, we'll be sure to feature you on the next podcast. We would love that. We appreciate all your feedback. We appreciate everybody listening. I, I am so in with Lex on that. We want to hear from you guys. Would love to hear any stories about your struggles, about your successes. Those are all we can learn from both of those. Please let us know if there's anything you'd like us to talk about or discuss. We really appreciate your feedback and appreciate everybody listening. It's so awesome of you. So if I can leave you guys with something today. I want you to know that uh, if you're struggling with the workout, you're struggling with life, you're struggling with something in your life, uh, find an outlet for it. And usually working out seems to be that healthy outlet that you can go to, that um, you can just build confidence in yourself. You can put your headphones on and really work on yourself and uh, work on being a better version of you. And that, that's what it all, it's all about, just building healthy habits where you can be positive, be encouraging to yourself, and uh, just don't give up. I will tell you this constantly every week. It's just don't give up. Stay consistent. Don't give up. Follow the process. Be patient. And you're going to get the results you want. And you're going to get the confidence you want. And it all starts from getting in the gym and just going for it. 
hey, what he said, I'm ready to run through the wall. He's going to have me running through walls right now. I'm fired up. I'm ready to do another workout after that, Lex. Well done. <laughs> yes, yes. So hopefully you take this message not like a grain of salt and you really absorb it and uh, continue to implement these teachings. So thank you guys so much for a wonderful, wonderful uh topic, uh, inspiring topic that Brian and I came up with today. So we're going to continue focusing on things that are going to help our lifestyle, help our wellness, uh, help our healthy minds and fit bodies. We're going to continue doing these things to hopefully inspire you all for weeks and months and years to come. Brian, what do you think? Good topic? I thought this was a great topic today, but everybody listening, please let us know. If you got some benefit, as always, we would appreciate if you would share this episode with somebody if they're having confidence issues or they're not sure about working out. Help us spread the message. Lex and I care very deeply about health and fitness and helping people, and we would really, really love if you would share this. And also, if you could leave us a review, if you feel you got some good benefit from this today, leave us a five-star review, leave us a comment. I thought this was a wonderful topic today. Great job. Great job. Yes, we're excited to come back next week with another another exciting topic. Uh, you guys have a wonderful week ahead, and uh, we're looking forward to doing more. Have a good weekend, everybody. Thank you.